Welcome to the Avengers Podcast, where we assemble weekly to binge the MCU and all things nerd, old and new. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Avengers Podcast. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S, Avengers Podcast. Give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think of the show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to our patreon.com forward slash Avengers Podcast. We have exclusive content you can't find anywhere else, and we greatly appreciate you supporting us over there. And if you also want to support the show, consider giving a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice. I promise you guys, it goes a long way with us getting eyes and ears on the show, and we greatly appreciate your time doing so. I'm just one of your hosts, Brandon, and I can't do this alone. I'm joined by my two co-hosts. Clinton, how are you, sir? I'm a little frustrated because they should have named this series What If Everyone You Love Died Over and Over and Over Again. (laughs) Whoa, spoiler alert, maybe. I don't know. Emmy, how are you doing? I'm feeling handy. (laughs) <laughs> all right she ha- emmy has these little tiny hands and that was the most i've almost ever broken during an intro and i that was a struggle emmy guys by the way what if episode six we are going to be diving deep into this so spoiler alert ahead if you have not watched what if episode six do not watch do not listen why am i saying watch do not listen to us any further we will get to it whenever you can just hit pause on us and we'll be back and stop watching us too, Gary. I see you in the bushes outside of my house. It's weird. It's getting creepy, Gary. It's it is. getting creepy. It is. Um, anyway, well, Amy, close your curtains, for God's sakes. Oh, that's a good. It's point. It's my backyard. That's a good point, guys. We have five new patrons. Five new patrons. Hey-o. This is really Whoa. so. Vincent Moore, Vincent Moore, Bevan Burns, MCU Stan twenty seven, Michaela Kwan, and Cosmic Cretan. Guys, thank you, welcome so much for supporting this show. Wouldn't be possible without your support as well. So thank you guys so much. That is absolutely wonderful. Thank you for our five new patrons. Yes, thank you, and welcome to the shit show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you want chaos? Yeah. Well, you, you you're gonna get it. Guess what? It just gets worse from here. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm excited to review what if episode six, guys. This one, this one was pretty interesting. And before we dive deep, I know we want to look at Rotten Tomatoes, but what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? But before we get into that. Emmy, you got to give us our Rotten Tomatoes breakdown. Where are we at with all the internet abuzz? Are we up, down, in the middle? Where, where are we at? All right. So Rotten Tomatoes stayed the same. Uh, critics stayed the same at 93%. Audiences went up 1%. Nice. IMDb stayed the same. I say with a question mark because, yeah, stayed the same at 7.7. And 89% of Google users liked it, which is up 1% from last week's episode so, we're, so it se- seems like it's trending up that's amazing so where is it at with all three of us that is the question before we dive deep into kind of our breakdown of scene by scene and everything with this episode emmy i had to watch captain america get killed last week <laughs> we've given our spoiler warning i think it's safe to say what was it like seeing tony stark get killed much the same well, he um, got killed last week too. That's true. Oh, that's true. Never mind. Sorry. And he got Two. killed again episodes before. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. The, what is it like so. to see Tony Stark killed over and over, especially in this one, Emmy? 
Um, well, in this one, it kind of pissed me off because he got hit in the shoulder. I feel like, I mean, yeah, you can not on the bleed hum- out. Like really, Tony Stark. Like, get that pity dick out of yeah. your mouth. You're okay. Yeah, yeah. Walk it off, man. Rub some dirt in it. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I mean, it was rough. It was rough, especially when the the guy who killed him is the one who saved him in the beginning. Yeah this this episode took a different direction. Like when I saw the name of the episode, I was like, "Oh, Killmonger's going to be good in this one." Right. Nope. So he saved Tony Stark, but it's kind uh, of the, the same vibes for, I got, Clinton. When I saw the caption, I was like, oh, okay. So we're going to see this this villain get a new chance at life, and he's going to say, and then it was just like, no, nope. <laughs> not at all. He's just he's a he's just more conniving mastermind. in a different way. So yeah. yay. I didn't I didn't think that at all. You not didn't think he was ever going to be he, good? No, because he, I feel like he's so his childhood trauma was so entrenched in him that he was, he was going to be bad unless if you did something to change his childhood, like his actual, like when he yeah, is orphaned at a young age, fair point. like that's, that's his trajectory from that, that from that point. But yeah, no, that's a really, really fair point. So, you know, guys, we'll, we'll jump into this one. Um, you know, every journey has a beginning, but change one step along the way and you could end up at a very different destination. And we see the same similar thing we've seen before. Tony Stark is in Afghanistan. Peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job if I, if it weren't for peace and, uh, the explosion that we're used to seeing at the beginning of Iron Man, you know, stay with Stark, give me a gun runs, explosions. There's a missile beeping, but instead uh, we see, we see, I guess, Killmonger come in and just launch the missile away. And at this point, you know, uh, I mean, kind of crazy. We're not used to seeing Killmonger at this point. Also, those missiles must not be very heavy. Yeah. He one-handed that son of a bitch. Sure like did. a yeah. football. Yeah, just palmed it. Yeah. And so uh, it was weird seeing him save Tony Stark out of nowhere, to be honest. Speaking of saving, my balls were saved by Manscaped. Support for the Avengers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, guys, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this ex- exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Avengers, A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S at manscaped.com. You're talking about 2 million men and men below the waist. Uh, but, you know, as, as someone who is a woman who does not have balls, it is also for the ladies. This product is quality. So you can use it even if you're not a male. And it will give you some confidence to know that your downstairs bits are taken care of and they're nice and cute and pretty. Um, and it doesn't nick or cut or scratch or pull hairs um, because it's a quality product. Listen, guys, we're one of the first to get to try the 4.0. And I can assure you it's a quality product. It's solid. Um, it's waterproof. You can use it in the shower to clean up. It's got an LED light on it to be able to see in the uh, old nether regions better. better. <laughs> and um, it uses a ceramic fourth generation ceramic blade so there's no nicks or cuts like amy said um 
I really like this product. It works also on your body, your chest, your stomach. So you can clean up very well. And I promise your balls will thank you. <laughs> you got to think about where you're putting it to. Because if you're going straight from ball to chest, you don't want that that smell lingering. <laughs> we'll, we'll notice. As ladies will notice. Or your partner will notice, I yeah, should say. Very true. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Avengers. That is A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use Avengers. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped guys it was weird I bet. Seeing, it was weird seeing killmonger in this area like i, I, I bet killmonger uses manscaped <laughs> probably but it was so weird seeing killmonger here i guess it felt like i i mean i i probably watched iron man more than any mcu movie obviously because it's the oldest um so it felt very jarring to see him just show up, toss it. And apparently he has the same hairstyle for many years. He doesn't change it. Even if it's 2008 or 2016 or 17, it was just, okay, here he is. Toss a, and, and toss a missile. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Like he just comes out of nowhere and you're like, Oh, Killmonger's around Tony Stark, but he's not in the MC till way later. Right. Um, I, when I first saw it, I thought that he was going to rescue Tony Stark from the cave. And so like the whole oh. Iron Man trajectory was going to stay the same kind of. And, and, and so this was a real shock for me, but I did love seeing that first little bit of Iron Man animated. Huh? It was good. It was pretty the voice good. actor for him is pretty good. Yeah, there yeah. are a couple of spots that slipped for me. Kind of same for me as well, but I would agree for the most part, though. I thought it was a really good representation of Robert Downey Jr. And uh, that, the fantastic yeah. entrance, the Ten Rings and Root, and what's your afternoon like? And we see about heroes aren't born, they're forged in darkness, shaped in battle, defined by sacrifice. Sorry, I said that, okay, so there were a couple of points when it slipped for me, but there were a couple of points, too, where I was like, that is Robert Downey Jr., because he, there were points too where he got it so dead on, yeah, like perfect that it was great. Sorry, I do, was, I, I can't just nitpick. I need to give praise to. Yeah, was he the only one that wasn't the original? Pepper Potts. In this? I would be shocked if that yeah, was Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. That, that didn't. Sound. I, I meant to look when I was watching it and forgot to look. At the I'm credits. not sure. I'm just because I never checked, but Gwyneth Paltrow did not sound like that. Yeah, that's so true. That that would be my other one. Happy, I was a little indifferent on. I was fifty fifty. It's him. It is. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure it's happy. I was 50 yes, 50, but I was pretty confident about Gwyneth Paltrow not being on this. So am I then, correct on that? Emmy? was that not her? Well, I'm, I'm looking for it. Oh, no worries. Killmonger was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He sounded. And, um, what about, uh, Obadiah? Ooh, no, didn't sound like him. Did not sound like, I think it sounded kind of like him. I don't know. I just wanted to see, cause there was a lot of, characters in this that i didn't expect to show up oh i agree but i would say jeff bridges that was not him that was not gwyneth paltrow and obviously it wasn't robert downey jr that is what i would hedge my bets on but definitely roadie definitely obviously t'challa um t'chaka as well i would say sounded just like yeah. t'chaka um but yeah there was there was oh a, yeah it was yeah it was yeah so good good stuff um so we do hear about heroes aren't born they're forged in darkness shaped in the battle defined by sacrifice talking about iron man and he's on his knees similar to um in game i am iron man snaps his fingers but without his fateful capture in afghanistan the age of iron man would never come to pass 
Though the man was saved, a hero was lost, and a villain got a new chance. Mm. I this mean, is where I was like, oh, damn, we're erasing all of all Iron, of Iron Man. Man. Were. Mm-hmm. And in this little montage, like, they okay. showed Avengers, they showed Endgame, they showed all like pretty much his greatest mm-hmm. hits a little bit. And it just blows my mind, a world with Iron Man. It's kind of weird. He was saved, but was he, <laughs> if that makes sense? He didn't have to suffer any in this episode. And I think that was the defining moment. Oh. Yeah, he saw the bomb right. in the first one, too. But he also was taken to that cave and held prisoner and saw that all the things that were holding him prison were his mm-hmm. creation. You know what I mean? Like the weaponry and stuff. So he had to suffer a little bit to kind of get away from being a, a psycho with his weapons. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, and he still saw a loss of life in this one, but it wasn't his own life that was threatened. And exactly. I think that, that was a really pivotal very good point, point for him. Um, we were correct, by the way. Uh, Obadiah Stane was not Jeff Bridges, and Pepper Potts was not one of them. All Trump. right, we'll take it. But everyone else is themselves. Yes. Besides Robert Downey Jr. And, and uh, Claw, yeah. was that him? Yes, it sounded just like him. Yeah, Andy Circus. It was Andy Circus. Okay, it sounded just like Andy Circus. Um, so it, it, they said, uh, you know, what have you learned? These are reporters. He's back in front of the camera, similar to what we saw in Iron Man. Oh. And never travel anywhere that doesn't have a Four Seasons. I loved seeing these iconic moments in animated form because, like, I've seen them a ton of times. Oh yeah, not animated, and so seeing them animated in this beautiful animation style, I was, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Agreed, especially when he like that Iron Man Mark Seven armor like lands down in New York, and like uh-huh. that. Oh, it's it's a scene we've seen thousands of times. But to your point, Emmy not in animated form and it's really really cool so yeah um yeah and uh we also see speaking of iconic scene him at the press conference is a pretty iconic iron man scene where you know weapons in the hands of the enemy and instead of saying you know i'm shutting down stark industries he says we have to do better build bigger and fight better a very different direction than what we see in the very first iron man movie and we see that eric uh is now stark industries new chief security officer and they salute one another and uh yeah and this is kind of crazy because Obadiah. Well, they kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, sorry. To Obadiah says, Tony's back, huh? And uh, you were stationed 400 clicks away, says Vanity Fair reporter. Uh, and uh, uncovered plans to assassinate Tony Stark. I've uncovered plans to assassinate, or excuse me, uncovered the plans to assassinate Tony Stark. The plans were bankrolled by Stark Industries COO Obadiah Stane. And he brought the receipts, put them out on the internet, and security was launched happy hogan just punches obadiah and that's it so a a lot of turns here right at the very beginning Mm -hmm. they fast track the obadiah stain story oh yeah killmonger doesn't happen yeah killmonger happens but ironmonger doesn't okay Killmonger's like the ultimate like he's taking down the bad guys and the good guys right i mean that would have been really confusing if we had ironmonger and killmonger like are they married because they have the same last name, are yeah, they that's a good siblings? Point. What what's the story here? Yeah, are well, they from the same drag family? <laughs> <laughs> I could I could definitely see the latter for sure. Um, I did have two things that I googled here. So first of all, um, Tony says something about like I dropped my drink and it was a twenty six, Macallan. Mm, okay, Callan, Macallan, Macallan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, 
what do you guys think uh McAllen is? Ooh, I have no idea, but I'm gonna guess it has bourbon in it. I I'm not sure what exactly alcohol it's a scotch. So yes, a bourbon no, a scotch is a bourbon, but not all yeah, bourbons are scotch. I don't drink brown, so I get them all confused. Like whiskey, bourbon, all that. Mm. I don't okay. So, okay, something okay, so it's a scotch. It's a really expensive scotch. So twenty six could be the year that it was produced, I guess. Uh, okay. I couldn't find any 82 year old scotches. Um, what I did find um, was a 26 year aged McAllen. That was uh, $3,545. Damn. For a glass or a bottle? bottle. It has to be a bottle. Yeah. That's crazy. If you wanted to try to go older, um, a 65 year bottle was $35,000. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think it was a smaller bottle. Yeah, well, you know, I just it was don't. It's also a cooler bottle. I've never drank also something Tony, ever so. in my entire life and said that was $35,000 yeah, or no 65000 <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Never, never. Me never. and Brandon are like, you made me drop my natty ice and I'm going to have to go get another one. <laughs> Damn straight, dude. Like, seriously, we, we're pretty simple folk here in Tennessee. We don't we don't need no bells and whistles. Just get me. I a- was in the middle of a butt chug and you interrupted <laughs> me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, there is a 15 year one that is available in most liquor stores. That's only $120. So, so if you want to drink like Iron Man, you can get that one. Um, I also had to Google because I was very curious, Harry Whittington. I feel like that's such a very like specific name. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of curious, like, where would they have gotten this name from? Do you guys know who Harry Whittington is? Not a clue. This is okay. It has nothing to do with the MCU, I don't think. Okay. So Harry Whittington, he's 94 years old, and he was um, made famous in 2006 because the vice president shot him in the face on a hunting trip. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't know that was his name. I I oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that happening, but I did not know the name like you, Brandon. Wow. So Harry Whittington, the guy who says I'm from the uh, some UK publish publication <laughs> forgot that word for a second no, um, but yeah harry whittington is the guy who was shot in the face by dick cheney Unreal. and what a dick he is all right so new guy uh new guy makes for good tv i want you uh by my side a ceo we can be butch and sundance i, I want you to be the coup yeah exactly <laughs> you get it <laughs> yeah the coup bring back the sound effects hashtag bring back the sound effects going on all right and Nader's gonna hashtag us all night no i already did it i did it we're good i need a killer figuratively but literally never hurts to killers and they make quite a name for themselves high profile wet work is uh roadie giving pepper kind of the rundown of what you know he's been doing and she goes you know a lot of people look to get their moment in the sun with tony it's my job to sniff them out and uh, you know well what are you sniffing nothing that's the problem everybody wants something and uh, we see. Them. I hope she don't have COVID since she can't smell anything. Oh stupid. come on! It was funny. <laughs> and her name is Pepper, which is ironic. Um. So in this universe, Pepper and Tony aren't a thing. I'm getting from correct. This episode, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. She just works for him. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's how it is in the first. The first Iron Man. Well, no. Iron Man. Because they're they have they, a dance. They get a little flirty. Yeah, I was about to say a little, a little flirty, but not in this. No, they not get at a all. little flirty at the the 
oh, this is olives, the same kind of like extra party olives. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This one, he, she's pissed at him the whole episode. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, I liked the line, "They came for the king, and they missed." Because King, they say it together. King could refer refer to both of them. It's Tony good. Stark being the king of yeah the weapons industry, and uh, uh, old what's his face Killmonger. 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 <laughs> He's a wannabe to be king. King of Wakanda. Good He's point. a wannabe king. I don't know. He, he's that kid that plays dress up in his room because. But we, this is accept. now two universes where he gets that throne. So I don't oh, know. Yeah, if, that's true. I don't that's know true. if he's totally he, want to be. He didn't do it honorably. T'Challa done good told point. him that. Too. Very good point. Um, and we talk about, they talk about the Jericho missile, the portable version. Your father used to say peace. This is Killmonger saying this. Your father used to say peace was having a bigger stick than the other guy. Uh, they talk about their father's dying. And, he, you know, my father died too. Gang violence. And, uh, you know, I, I've had a vision of an automatic combat drone. Um, well, let's build this. You know, hey, you know, you saved my life. Let's build your science fair project and Project Liberator. Wow, bold design choice. And I love this. Killmonger says, "I like anime." Clinton, do you want to go into that a little bit? I'm sure you got something here. Yeah, I love this whole reference, but this is also where I was like, Killmonger's got ill intent. Oh, already. See, I was still. I was still here when he, I was like, he's trying to get in with Tony to build what he wants to do. Like for mm-hmm. me, this is where it clicked. I yeah. Agree. Cause I, he wants the money, the resources, the health, yes, the tech. Yes. Yeah. He had a goal and he's achieving it right now. And yes, I love the Gundam style <laughs> uh, robot they build. I think it looks really cool. And I love the little wink at anime. Like, okay. I like anime. So it was cool. To I had that. to Google what Gundam was. Because it did the 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 model looked like familiar, yeah. But I didn't know what the name of it was, and it does really look almost exactly like it. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Gundam. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, for the listeners, um, right, Amy? Yeah. Um, Gundam is a whole. They've got TV shows, movies, manga, games. They even did live action movies, which is really cool. Um, and it was started in seventeen. 17- no, whoa! <laughs> 1979. 17 and 43, they started them Gundam. <laughs> That's how it works. Sorry. Um, I liked that they kept the exact same backstory for Killmonger in this, and that was kind of like a little reference and nod. Go for it, Clinton. I just realized something, too. What? This, oh my God, why didn't this hit me when I watched it? So when the movie came out... <clears throat> Black Panther came out back in the day. Mm-hmm. The yeah. outfit Killmonger wears, a lot of people said it looks like a Dragon Ball costume. Uh huh. Z Fighters, and that might be the inspiration of why they. He said this. He said, "I'm a huge fan of anime, which Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super, all that is anime." Goes with which the is actor what brain, and the character. It goes though. the Yes, Ooh, he probably I designed like his outfit based off of anime as well. Nice. So every, every I thought it was just a one. wink and a nod to the actor, but it actually is. That's really cool. A nod to the if character you as up well. A, uh, yeah, you can look it up. Look up uh, Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z. Wow. And his costume looks very similar. That's awesome, dude. Good catch, man. In this or in the movie? The movie oh. and this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same oh. costume. That when, is when interesting. The movie, when the movie came out in 2018. Yeah. Everyone was talking about how it looked like a Dragon Ball Z outfit. Oh, I could see it. So that's probably why they wrote this little thing into this. I could be stretching, but it no, makes I don't think sense you're stretching at all. 
hey, maybe we have an exclusive here. He's a big fan of anime, so he, he wants a good, the, good stuff, the robots dude. to look like that. Good stuff, man. Speaking of robots, do you know who else we see? And Jarvis? Good old, good old dummy. Oh, dummy. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Huh, my favorite. I love dummy. And we do get we do get um oh what's his face voicing Jarvis. Yes, mm-hmm. we do get Paul Bettany as Jarvis. Paul Bettany. Yes. yes. I knew who you meant. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify, just in case. Buttercrumb biscuit face. <laughs> That's not no, not the same guy. Uh Tony and Killmonger, there's also a montage here where the human pilots mean human error. No one needs to lift a finger with Jarvis at the wheel. And they talk about needing another power source. If we could miniaturize an arc reactor. No, that's a dumb idea. There it is. Huge plot point that we've seen in the original Iron Man, obviously scrapped. And Killmonger says, what about vibranium? Pops used to uh, talk about it. And, um, you know, or excuse me, Iron Man says, Pop used the last of it. And he goes, not all of it. Where did you get this? I know a guy. Claw. Absolutely not, says Pepper. But they send Rhodey as a military liaison. And we're at the African coast. Um, This is all moving so quick. All of a sudden, we need vibranium. Okay, Rhodey's there. I know everyone loves this show. It's just sometimes it's so jarring how quick things happen. It's like, wait, hold on. What did Rhodey have to say about this? Did he have any, you know, issues? Did he, it's just more like, oh, Rhodey's talking. Yeah, this seemed out of character for Rhodey. Yeah. It was like, he's just talking with Ulysses Claw. And, you know, Claw talks about breaking out the fine china. Not every day do you see Americans getting down in the muck with me. Um, And he goes, you know, sometimes to get your hands dirty, uh, you know, I I can't remember exactly what he said. I didn't write it down. Sorry. And come on or excuse me claw says no foreplay eh? well eh, it's a it's a t- day of time anyway and uh he brings out a dory melage spear 10 million dollars it's on the black market um uh, you know all right we're willing to pay for that okay just wanted to test you now on to the good stuff and where did you find all this it was breached guys killmonger killmonger are you seeing this and we see black panther coming in and kicking everyone's ass and i'm i was here for this moment all right you talk about them rushing through things and like moving too fast. I, I feel like, I feel I, like we've, I feel like we've, we've moved. We've moved a little bit. You know, what's funny. This is like three minutes of the show and it's literally that much. And I'm not even kidding. You know what? That is, that is a very fair point. I, I honestly feel like each of these episodes could have been a whole two hour movie. Right. And I would have been I agree. absolutely fine with it. I take like just the same small amount of notes, but in a movie, you know what I mean? Like it breathes a lot more in in a sh- this show at least. It's all right. Yeah. yeah it, but I agree. I mean, completely. So sorry. We'll let we'll let it breathe for a second. Okay. All right. Thanks. Like a, like a nice uh, <gasps> McAllen. Yeah, McAllen. Twenty six McAllen. We gotta let it breathe. Twenty six. That's McCallan. wine. I don't <laughs> think that's right for bourbon or scotch or whatever. Hell, <laughs> <Yeah>, McAllen. <laughs> probably you tried. Not. You tried. That's good, all. Good. I did. Good, I'm good sorry. Effort. I don't know no, anything no, about. No. Good effort. About the scotches and the bourbons and the whiskeys. Yeah. I just, they all taste like trees to me. Jen. <laughs> uh, I am. Oh, that tastes like a straight up Christmas tree. Oh, pine. Straight pine. Yeah, I kind of like I, it. I kind of like it. Not the good one, like Chris. Ah, Can I tell you you've guys? tasted Chris Pine. How did you taste him? Mm. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a kind of funny story? Sure. One oh. time when I was in college, we were, uh, my roommate, <laughs> at the time she was one of those random roommates and she was honestly terrible. <laughs> one of those one of those generic ones those random well, that you just get you just get a random roommate like right. you don't know them beforehand the okay. generic this is ones. the person that i was yeah just generic um <laughs> she yelled at me when we moved out because i made the microwave smell like food i was like all right girl 
Isn't that you the have point other of, uh, okay, you know what? Anyway, go on. <laughs> anyway, so we were at an around the world party and that's where, so the, these frat guys were like filling up for people who were of age, obviously. Um, each room was a different <laughs> like country. Each room was a different drink. And so my little friend group, we stopped in and somebody had made gin and tonic and my idiot roommate was like, she's sipping it. She's like, this is the best gin and tonic I've ever had. And me and one of the, me and my best friend who is now my best friend. Um, but like, we were just like, we didn't really know each other then. This is like the beginning of our friendship. We took, a, took a drink of this gin and tonic. And we were like, they are filling up cups with bong water in here. Really? You thought it was that bad. <laughs> it, no, it was, it, I'm not lying. It was bong water. Oh, I thought you meant like it. Gin, gin and tonic tasted like bong water to you, but no, oh, it really was. Too. No, it was actually water from a bong. That That's they were disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. I literally want to throw yes. up in my mouth now. Uh, yep. You ever drank anyone's dip spit? No. Oh, no. God. And I don't want to. Clinton, have well, you? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't intentional. Uh, no. I was playing video games with a friend, and he was dipping with a Coke bottle. Uh, and he had a my coke was beside it, and I just was playing the game. And yep, all right, God, I mean, I, I'm not kidding. I could throw up after both of those. What boy? That's worse. Back to this though. Yes. Let me talk about something that you guys are going to hate even more. Ah. Um, that was a long I, time ago, by the way. That was last night. Um, <laughs> it was at Emmy's when she was dipping. Stop. It's at my wedding when <laughs> I'm dipping. So I loved the scene where they're like trying to figure out the robot because it reminded me of one of my favorite scenes in Iron Man 2 where he does the thing and he makes it bigger and he blows it up and then he kind of like takes it apart. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so let me double down since I've already got the crickets. The drones also look like the drones. From Iron Man 2. They do not, actually. They look like Gundams. They do. They look like Gundams, but like they also have so heads which like one the is drones. It? Which one they look, is it? They have heads like the drones. Mm-hmm. So that means they look like them. They have the same I'm, head. You said bring back the sound effects, and now I'm getting all the bad ones. <laughs> that's all that's happening. Is that every time I talk, I just get a bad sound effect. Well, you... you uh, what is it they say? You made Deserve your it. bed? You made your bed? <laughs> Lay in it? Oh, um, man. I really liked the where they were filming it, and Tony says um, it's only a failure if it explodes. Like it really gave me the same vibes as when he's testing out the Iron Man suit for the mm, first time, right? And so that like ultimately made me sad when it the episode continues. Um, okay, the idea for an arc reactor. Yes. Okay. In early scripts for Iron Man two. I was reminded of this today by something that I saw because I knew this somewhere in the back of my brain in early scripts, the element that Iron Man was going to create was going to be vibranium and they changed it. And so they never say the name of the element that he creates, but there's a possibility that he like made Vibranium in Iron Man Two. That's it. Yeah, but that Amy, that wouldn't Amy, make, that wouldn't done. make sense though with the vibranium being in the ground of Wakanda, like a natural element, and he just made it. You can That's synthesize probably, elements that are found in like 
diamonds are found in the ground, but you can still make cubic zirconia. It's a different element. It's not diamond. It's cubic zirconia. Can you tell on my ring? Well, you may not, it may look the same, but it ain't going to function the same. That's a fair point. Damn it. <laughs> it, 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 it may I have made a synthetic version, but I, I like that they didn't put that he made a vibranium, especially after it played out in, in yeah. Black Panther. I like it the way they did it. And this as scene, a scarce resource too, like that would yes. kind of take some of the mm-hmm. weight away from it. Very good point. I honestly, when we were at the scene where he was, first of all, with, like I said, Rhodey, this is out of character for him. But then I have to remember, this is what if. They can do whatever the hell they want. We're just used to seeing these characters in a certain light. This is a different universe. It does not mean they're going to be the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I have to remind myself of that. But also, in there are some characters that are the same. You know what I mean? Like, we got T'Challa here. And I did you guys know who was attacking when that was happening? Like, when they no. were saying someone, I was like, who is that? I I, first, I was trying to go through the movies and I was like, okay, when have we been here before? What happened when we were here before? And I was like, we were at Ultron. Wanda. And I was like, what? Yeah. Quicksilver. And I was trying to make Wanda work with it. And it didn't. It G- Genuinely, as soon as I saw the shadow, I thought there's a chance this is Black <clears throat> Panther because we're on the Southern African coast. And so I, I kind of, it was a couple of times, but then I was like, okay, it's Black Panther. But I didn't expect him even... <laughs> I didn't expect the things to go down the way they did after the fact. It was mm-hmm. pretty, I don't know, like quick. Yeah. Everything. The theme of the show quick. And I loved his, I loved seeing his suit and he looked great. Film. He looked yeah, great. great. Um, I, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I think I liked Killmonger's suit better animated. Oh, I like, I really Panther. liked the way it looked. Oh, I was a black. I Panther. mean, they both looked cool. Yeah, I liked Black Panthers better. Same. They're both Black Panther. Uh, so, that's a good point. That's a good point. So Amy you, came to argue to not. She I did. <laughs> I okay. To your point though, where like some characters act the same, and some characters kind of act a little bit differently. I liked that um, Robert or Robert <laughs> Tony. <laughs> same person. Same person. Tony. I know. I know. But Tony I know what you mean. Still, though thought about the arc reactor and he was like whoa what if we miniaturize the arc reactor oh no that's a stupid idea but he still had the thought like the thought was still there and i i enjoyed that there was a couple times that it's like people still do exactly what they would do in that situation that just it i like it go for it (laughs) oh i love how you tell me to go for it and you're like oh never mind no another example would be claw and his like his whole situation it lands him in the same place he's gonna end up dead very good point killed by killmonger it just i don't know yeah kind of yeah but where did you find all this it's breached we see black widow black widow black panther come in here (laughs) black widow shows up i didn't even see her oh yeah she's sneaky black panther comes in and just beats everyone's ass we see our coral is not with you uh with you colonel and he's talking to roadie and i'm taking the vibranium back to where it belongs and sorry because i wish it didn't have to go down like this and this sonic taser is legit but this, this I'm really feeling talking about, you know, the Black Panther. And they, they, he basically kills Black Panther in a moment of seconds. Like, this felt really quick. I don't, and I know, well, that's the name of the game, Brandon. This is the theme of the show. You've talked about it numerous times. 
Guys, if my biggest nitpick, and I know it's not the show's fault, and I'm not trying to sound nitpicky here, but I am going to call it how I see it when I watch these shows. Emmy even said, you were talking about a lot. And I'm like, I've just talked about two minutes of a show. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so quick for me, especially a character like Black Panther. And if you're going to say this is in canon with the MCU, a part of me is like, I can't see Black Panther kill in 30 seconds and just be okay to keep going. And it's just like... I don't know. There's, and I know for the format, I know what they have to do, and it makes perfect sense with Marvel Studios. This is just me, my preference. It's so quick, and it, it hurts the storytelling a little bit because of how quick it is. Because it's like, all right, all right, move, go, 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 go. And me, I'm just like, hold on, hold on. What about this? Did you just realize what just happened? What is? What are the repercussions? Wait, why is Rhodey there? What did he have to say about this? And it's. I'm I'm sorry. I feel like I bottled this up for six episodes and I'm getting out now. But it's just let it go, man. You just get it off. And I'm I'm I just this show suffers because of how fast it goes. If it it could make the episodes longer, if forty five minutes, that's exactly it, dude. If it was forty five minutes, I would feel a lot better because there would be more times to breathe this show is good it's cool it's interesting because it gives you different perspectives and different universes and that's oh what about this what about that where it suffers is the humanity piece because we're we're just treating uh story beats as if they're like all right all right on to the next and to me Marvel Studios have, has thrived because of the humanity piece within these superheroes and made it more about these interesting, wonderful characters and the humans behind them. And that's where I feel like what if really suffers is we just don't get enough time to, wow, Black Panther just, you know, I, I don't know. And that's me. I'm going to get getting that- it out. And I, I that's what made it really hard for me to really, this show is awesome. I would say, yeah. There's some caveats, guys. It I I get where like their goal, they're getting to their goal and they got to do it quickly. They're telling the story of Killmonger and their right. focus is him. But these big events happening with no like like you said, the story beats are so fast. That's why I think why the Strange Supreme is my favorite episode because it focuses solely on him yes. and his issues and it breathes because the whole episode is about his journey with doing that. And it's all about him. Can uh, I make a small assumption as well? Yeah. That this one hit you harder because it's Black Panther who died mm-hmm. and because Chadwick Boseman actually passed. And also because, like we've talked about in previous episodes, at the beginning, at the genesis of the MCU, we knew that these actors had signed for so many mm-hmm. um, signed contracts for so many movies. And so we were kind of ticking down. Oh, right. wait. So does does uh, Steve Rogers in um, Thor the Dark World stat count as an appearance? And so, like, I saw that and then it was so quickly that he was gone. And I was like, wait, does this count as an episode that he's been on? And I just didn't it didn't feel like enough for me. Yeah. And I think that's because he's passed. I think that's a strong assumption in me. And I think you're right. And I think it, it kind of exposed everything I felt. Also, you know what I mean? Because like, I didn't get this moment with T'Challa, with Chadwick, with this passing. It almost made me like, you know what? Not only this, but all of this, you know what I mean? Like, and so I think you're right. And I think it was kind of a genesis and kind of opened a, what do you not really, you know, you love this show, but what do you not like about this show? We, I haven't really touched base on that, at least 
here on the show. And uh, yeah, it, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. But I also think when I was kind of replaying it back in my head, this applies to a lot of different events. But I would agree, I mean, this was the catalyst that kind of opened my mind up and said, I don't like this. I don't like how yeah. quick we're moving on here. So, yeah. And and to your point, Amy, with the does it count when they're because I, I remember them talking about T'Challa is going to be in several episodes and you're like, OK, I guess this was one of them. But it was, you know, two minutes. I do. I do think that it it is saved by the ending. It's um, redeemed a little bit by the ending. Still, if this does count. Yeah. Yeah. Still. And, and so quick. But yeah. We do get a moment to breathe when you see the caskets when they're coming back. Yeah, but still, that was it's, it's still really short. 20, it's like, yeah, and you twenty seconds, I love maybe less. T'Challa, and I love hearing Chadwick Boseman talk. And I want, more, I think I want more of more, it. And then it's more. short because it hits a it hits a chord when you hear him talk. And the words of Billy Idol, man, in the midnight hour, just want more and more and more. Well, she cries more and more. Anyway, sorry. Is there? Uh, a possibility that we're going to get a uh, what if assembled? Oh yeah, we are. I mean, by the trailers, I think we are. Ooh, if we see clips of them, oh, I'm going to cry. Anyway, I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't know if they'll show it, but anyway, good, good stuff, guys. And um, so we see uh, why wear the uniform of your oppressors? He talks to Rhodey. You've got to be part of the system to change the system. Uh, Rhodey responds with Nah. And he kills Rhodey, another quick one, um, and uh, load up the product. The Dora Milaje will be here soon. And we see the funerals for T'Challa and for Rhodey. And um, killed by American imperialists. That is what uh, the Wakandans are thinking about what happened to uh, T'Challa. And, um, you know, we've lost one of our own. We need to show the world whose boss is, uh, you know. And My, my question here is, did, did they not know that Killmonger was there, I guess? It doesn't make any sense to me. It almost assumes that all of their tech, uh, all of their intelligence organizations are trash as well. Well, and yeah, I mean, I feel like Pepper is us because Pepper suspects it from the yeah, beginning, I, I and then she calls it out. It's pretty convenient. You're at these places; people keep dying. You know, I mean, literally three murders in two days, and one man at the center is what she says, and she's yeah. spot on. Why is no one else hearing that? And exactly. That? Well, okay. Uh, Rhodey is talking to Killmonger when he's inside. I assumed that Killmonger was there as backup. And so when he's like, do you see this? Are you seeing this? That's That's a very good point. He's basically like, come in and help me, bro. Mm -hmm. And he back up. Do your job. (laughs) I mean, and also though, Tony sees it as well. He says, don't play clue with Jarvis. He sees all and um, call the cops. They still won't be here to save you, but the police are the law and I want justice. And I melted down that ring of yours. Vibranium work like a charm. And what do you say to killers? And we see all these big machines fighting a killmonger, but your moves are his moves since you programmed the drone, but I guess I'll have to freestyle it then cuts them all up. And then why would you tell him that? First of all, yes. Why would you say that when you're fighting him? Then he's like, Oh, okay. Then I need a new strategy. I'll improvise basically. And he did. Look, here's a, here's a convenient weapon. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Now, anyway, so uh, he, he ends up killing Tony right afterward. Emmy, talking about breathing again, but each one is for a kill. Believe it or not. I didn't want you guys. I didn't want you to make the cut, Tony. And I thought it was us against the world. Tony responds, but the difference between you and me is you can't see the difference between you and me. I think the breath here for me 
what let it breathe was the glass dropping that like slow-mo animated glass drop that to me was like the well there he goes breath right um but that line can you read it again the difference between you and me is you don't see the difference between you and me or excuse me he actually says is you can't see the difference between you and me yeah that i mean that's a that's a fantastic line yeah and i do like that they are continuing killmongers while he was going around about it in the wrong way his mission and his points are are pretty valid um and the the name of the the drone that he makes the liberator i mean he's he's got a very similar mission as he's he just, had uh, in the movie. he's kind of approaching it in a terroristy kind of way though <laughs> A, ter- yes, a terrorist kind you're of seeming way. a little terroristy killmonger Clint- calm down yeah. clinton's not yeah. wrong clinton's not wrong at and, all and that line when he says you know what the difference between me and you is i cannot hear that without thinking of men in black ever in my life Ooh, when will smith says it to tommy lee jones you know what the difference between me and you is i make this look good and he puts on his sunglasses mm. God, that's in, all i hear when i hear that line. black was such a damn good movie the first two it was i actually like the third one too i won't lie i was a fan of it um they were all pretty good yeah exactly i don't think they're, they're fun good. yeah i haven't I, seen the newest one i was gonna say them. with tessa thompson <laughs> i was gonna say the other one but i couldn't think of her name quick enough tilda swinton <laughs> tilda swinton <laughs> and chris hemsworth <laughs> chris evans <laughs> Chris Evans, Chris Pine, and Tilda Swinton are amazing in the new Men in Black. But we see that Ross is talking. Oh. oh, sorry. I mean, go on. Gotta make the point too. Okay, so like like Clinton said, he's going about it a little terroristy. Yes. And if his mission is, if his mission is like equality and like justice, and he killed Black Panther and Rhodey, both black and, men, and, and Tony. Well, yeah, well, I'm oh, you're making a point. Sorry, making a point about like it just it's almost like he's gone too far off the deep end. Like it's like, well, he yeah. even talks to Rhodey. You're saying there are injustices to us, but you're hurting the our people. You're yes, saying, yeah. yeah. And he you're also and he also says to Rhodey, he's like, you know, you're wearing the uniform of your oppressors. So I, it's not about mm-hmm. to me anything other than you're on their side. And that makes you part of the problem. You know, so to me, I don't know if it's off the deep end or more the extreme version of what he believes, if that makes sense. I don't know, because he explains it before he kills him. So, yeah, that does make sense. So uh, we see, uh, hey, General Thunderbolt Ross uh, war talking about the Wakandans. That's what we'll give him. And what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it, again. say it again <laughs> anyway seeing all of stark's assets uh you work for me now congrats and you just invented 21st century warfare and the mechs are marching these these drones whatever we want to call them and killmonger yes glad to see my vibranium has been put to good use and it's just getting started how about a road trip talks to uh um uh, excuse me, the claw. claw, claw, the claw. Okay, the Wakandans are full of surprises. Um, and Wakanda, I found it, Dad. Like you said, Wakandans are full of surprises. He kills Killmonger. Here's another one, and his body no, he kills 
Claw. Excuse me. I put Killmonger. I'm sorry. In my notes. Kills Claw. Ulysses Claw. And he, he puts his uh, body over his shoulder as Killmonger walks uh, with, similar to the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hedora Milaje come with a gift, an offering of justice. And I am Ninjataka, uh, son of Prince Ninjobu. And we are at war. He's an American soldier. I brought you the man who murdered your people and stole your vibranium to show my loyalty to Wakanda. And, what a uh, son of an ass. He basically he used Killmonger's death to hey Wakanda, I'm I've I've done everything you wanted done. Trust me, I'm with you guys. A sim- I mean to build that allegiance and get him in the borders of Wakanda, kind of a little similar to Black Panther the movie. It, oh, similar. It's the same except he's met with acceptance instead of resistance. That's what I, that's what I meant. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh, and the, the yeah. dad's okay. still alive. Exactly. The past. Oh, true. Yeah, T'Chaka's still here. So T'Chaka. The, yeah, because this is earlier, and I really like the touch that Shuri is younger. Yeah, this was not Latricia, was it? It didn't sound like her at all. Latisha. La, Latisha Wright. Excuse me, Latisha Wright. It was not her, right? It was not her. No. Okay, because it didn't sound like her to me. Um, and I, that's probably because they needed a kid voice. Because she was a teenager in 2018, yeah, so this would have been seven years prior. Identical, and I don't know. It's like you could have made Letitia Wright work. You, you could have made it work. You make Killmonger looks she no didn't different. Have many lines, though. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. I just would have loved Letitia Wright's voice in this. I don't know. I think she could have. I mean, I would have loved it too. But it does. I, I did like that there was a more kid aspect to it, and th- that they kept that right. Like, like um uh uh. What is what is not parallel, not perpendicular? I'm just thinking of ways that lines can go. Oh, I don't know what Um, you're saying. I'm trying. Moving on. Yeah, go for it. They kept it. All right. So you have the eyes of your father, says T'Chaka to uh, Killmonger. And uh, the, su- the sunset on top of the Mount Bashanga with his brother. He used to talk about it all the time. And I shared the same story with my own son. Rest easy, nephew. You are home. And uh, talks about the drones being on a matrix. Communic- they communicate with each other. This is this is uh, Shiri, uh, who says uh, the drones are on a matrix. It's, it's, what's her name? Shiri? I didn't say Sherry. Uh, Sherry. What is it? So, I don't know her. Sherry. Sherry, I said, Sherry from I th- accounting? I thought I said Sherry. I, I'm you so- said Sherry. I, Sherry. I, it's funny. I work with a Sherry, <laughs> so that's my bad. Sherry from HR. Sherry is actually, I work with Sherry all day. So, true story. This is Sherry, this is Sherry from IT. Ah, gotcha. Oh, Sherry. 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 Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Hey, shout out to Sherry. You're, you're a wonderful you Sherry, You Sherry did mess that one I up. sure did. I sure did. And uh, the drones are on a matrix that communicate with each other in real time to maximize efficiencies. How do we cut them off? Well, we let them in our force fields, uh, Killmonger says. They'll have an electromagnetic interference that will cause them to just basically die down, and we can then kill them. These people uh, murdered your son. Am I not worth the risk? Because they're kind of, do we trust this guy? Do we not? And he's like, dude, have I not proved my loyalty already? Promise you, let them in your borders. They will die down. We can kill them at that point. So Seems a little sus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some venting going on. Come on. Yeah. Why would they let? I agree. I like that, that Sherry from IT 
Shuri. <laughs> Sherry. Is like the voice of reason, though. That she's kind of like, are we sure? Like, do we trust this guy? Are you guys sure about this? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not this. too sure about it. You know, I'm not too sure about him. I do. I, I like that. Um, and those. But why? Why is the T'Chaka so gullible? I mean, this is a different universe, so I can't really question anything, but seems a little okay. gullible. Okay, but you got to think about it. He probably has a little bit of guilt. Fair. Because fair. at the beginning of Black Panther, isn't yes. it him? Yes, and his brother. And his brother. And then his brother has to be killed for uh, giving secrets to Claw, right? Mm-hmm. So he does probably feel a little bit of guilt for stranding that poor kid in Oakland as an orphan. Very good point. And that, that, yeah. And he's also feeling grief because he just lost his son. And he, he being T'Chaka. He's almost like, this is now. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Really good connections there. I mean, thank you. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I do that. No. Sometimes I forget words. Hey, I just start listing, uh, Line segments perpendicular. So uh, for T'Challa, intersecting. We see that this battle is about to take place between these drones and the Wakandans. And for T'Challa, Ibombe, and uh, we see kind of Killmonger smirk at this point, kind of smiling. And there's a distant rumbling, kind of reminding me of Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings vibes a little bit here. Um, and these mech suits are marching. And the Drone Command Center in Nevada, we see Thunderbolt Ross. This is the capital of Wakanda. And um, again, Shuri. Surprise, bitch. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Do you trust him, Baba? Uh, Open the shields. He is family. And Wakanda, so the rumors are true, Thunderbolt Ross says, close the shields. And as soon as they close the shields, these mech suits power down and interference, and they've all gone dark. And this is Thunderbolt Ross again. Get it back online. And uh, the Wakandans celebrate. It's working. You were right. You made your uncle and father proud. No, wherever life's journey takes you, you always have a, you always have a home in Wakanda. And I want. It, I was like, did they not hear him? Because he says, "I want more than that." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he's he's trying to say it under his breath. Or, you know, that was out loud. I mean, am I the only one that was like, "Wait, did anyone just hear that shit?" <laughs> like he was like, "I want more than that." And then he powers the machines back on. I don't know if it was Maybe. just me being nitpicky, but I felt like that was a little, you know, let me reveal my master plan and then do it. Maybe they thought he meant like, I want to do more than that. I want to like help Wakanda more than that. I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah, <sighs> I mean, really trying to justify everything in this episode. <laughs> uh, but- I like this episode because it had the one thing for a minute. It had the one thing that I feel like what if has been lacking. What is it? What- he is Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I haven't I know, seen enough of him. And I know sad. I seem like a downer, but really, I, I don't know why this episode just felt very, I don't know. I think it exposed a lot of little nitpicks I had with the entire series so far. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a Debbie downer to this episode, but I don't know. That's okay. I, because I actually really liked this episode. Yeah. I think it was definitely better than um, whoever's killing the Avengers. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. And I liked it better than Captain Carter. Yeah, I I agree, but I still feel like some- I liked it better than for the reason of the little subtleties of Wakanda. I just am so obsessed with Wakanda and Black Panther, and seeing like seeing the Dora Milaje, seeing Wakanda, 
even when it even like flashes to the spear, we hear the sounds from Wakanda. I, just, I like the, I love those sounds. I guess my problem with it is the way it just kind of dumbed down Wakanda. You know, it was like they trust everybody, they trust everything. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's where, at least from my perspective, I have higher, you know, for Black Panther, for Wakanda, for T'Chaka, for Shuri, for all these people. Well, actually, Shuri lived up, but you know, there was a lot of people who was like, yeah, let's just keep on. All right, you know, like it's everyone fell into this trap, and I'm like, and Pepper calls it like 10 minutes ago in this world. And I'm like, she's not the only one. And obviously we see the reveal at the end, but I'm like, how many people had to be lost for this guy? I don't know. I'm like, there's too many intelligent people in this nation to just let this guy come in and crumble it at its, you know, at its absolute peak. And so that's where I'm like, I don't think he crumbled it. What do you think he did? He took over the throne. Yeah, but not to crumble it. Because he wanted power, he's not gonna. Uh, no, he, to me, he crumbled the power structure. Is what I mean, like the 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 T'Challas and the Shuris, like who probably were heirs to he the. Crumbled throne. the honor, yeah, of the, yeah. The power structure worked just how power structures work, which is the people who want power get power. Uh, Touche. But I still hated seeing it, if that makes sense. And it just really like Wakanda felt a little naive. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. That's a very good way to put it, actually. They got overtaken real easily. And I think another part of it is because of how rushed it is. You know, like you don't get that chance where it's like, oh, did this feel like a genuine natural progression or did it feel like, ah, got him. (laughs) I don't know. And so that's also because the format of the show. I'm going to stop talking. I'm being such a negative douche um so anyway the wakanda you just said you were gonna stop talking i'm well i'm gonna start stop talking about my opinion i'm just gonna narrate the rest of the time and shut my mouth so wakanda so the rumors are true blah 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 we talked about the closing of the shields and you know he wants more than that he powers the suits back on tony must have built a backup generator that man was a villain Anyone that says some... Okay, I'm sorry. That man was a villain. Battle takes place. Wakanda forever. Says Killmonger. And there's he rides a rhino and takes them out left and right. Stabs them. And he works with the general and the Dora Milaje. And he screams Wakanda forever for T'Challa. Ibambe. And Ross gets frustrated. Bangs his desk. And smirks on the mountaintop after the battle is won. That's Killmonger as well. Sorry. I like that Queen Ramonda. Now it's your turn. Is it Ramonda? You left me out to hang and I can't remember. <laughs> Do you I remember? I believe it's um, Queen Ramonda was, she was leading. She was the general. Like the, mm-hmm. the T'Chaka even says in the episode, like, what do you think, general? So she's, whatever this new universe is, I feel like isn't the same as our universe because in that case she would have been in front in infinity war. Right. Right. Okay. So I like that she was leading the door. Um, I, I teared up. Did y'all tear up? When? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'll- I teared up when queen Ramonda and Killmonger look at each other and they kind of give each other this like face hardened. I was mad at myself for tearing up because I knew it was like it's disingenuous. Lie. It's disingenuous. Yeah, it's not yeah. genuine. Yeah, but okay, but it was genuine 
for the queen. Oh. And their faces harden. But did you cry she, because of that? Or did you cry because it was a moment between them? I'm curious. I didn't cry. Or tear up. Sorry. I teared up. <laughs> there was water, something in my eye. Water came out of your eyes. I apologize. When um, I'm curious. Okay. The, so, yeah. so here's. Okay. Okay. So the whole moment, they look at each other. Their faces harden. She stabs two of the drones. And then, I mean, in pure animalistic rage and like anger those mean the same thing but like she is like she rips that spear instead of like taking it out she rips it out of the top Mm. and she holds it above her head and as she's crying she says for t'challa and that was the moment that made me tear up beautiful that it was like she was like huh like that was it was it was emotional beautifully even though it's built on a lie no beautifully said amy and then the the dad and the sh- and the dad and the shuri. <laughs> right. I was just still stuck on Killmonger is lying, and so I it wasn't like an emotional scene. It was cool, like badass for me, but it wasn't emotional because I was like, oh no, this is all still built on a lie. It's, it's exactly where I was at as well. But Amy, I thought that was very powerful what you said. Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we see that he smirks on a mountaintop. Does it meet your expectations? T'Chaka says to him. It surpasses them. We should share it with the rest of the world. And T'Chaka responds, you or your father thought the same. That's why Bost uh, brought you to us. With this herb, you will become the new Black Panther. And we see we see Killmonger becoming the new Black Panther. He goes to the, what's, it's a realm. What's the realm called? I can't remember. It's like, I want to say the spirit plane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that right? Cause that's what I wrote down, but I was like, I don't think that's right. I don't know, but it was this same realm. We saw Black Panther. We saw T'Challa go into where it's this purple kind of hue with these Panthers in trees. And uh, was it worth it? My cousin, I did what I had to do for what a throne for vengeance, for my father. You believe the cure for human suffering is more suffering. T'Challa and Killmonger have a wonderful dialogue here. Uh, The cure is power, and now I have it. Because you stole it. It's power unearned, and that can be a very volatile force. It'll it'll get the best of you eventually, on your plane or on ours. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I love this scene. I I know I've nitpicked, but it's also T'Challa. I'm a big, mm-hmm. I'm a big mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman fan. So to see him again, Emmy said this earlier on in the episode. She said it was redeemed a little bit by the end. I agree. This part really kind of all right. There's there's my guy, you know, and how he just burns this dude and and Killmonger just kind of looks on, almost pissed off, like you know. But I loved it. I just wanted more of this. I agree. Go <laughs> ahead, Emmy. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I just thought you would talk next. Sorry. Um, I wanted more too. Um in the the spirit plane. I liked that it was kind of like karma karma's gonna get you. Karma's a bitch. Yes. Either now or when you die, karma's gonna get you. It's gonna get you. I did. I liked that. Um there's a moment during the fight right before he's on the mountaintop where he sees the Stark Industries logo and jabs a spear into the logo. And instead of reading uh, Stark Industries, it now reads Stark in Dust, which 
is a reach, I'm sure. <laughs> but like, if he was cremated now, start. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. no, <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, this, it was, yeah, it was like, it wasn't earned, you know, like, dude, like, you can't just take power when you want it. Oh, loved I it. Liked it. Loved it. Yeah, he, what? I was going to say, do you want to know a secret? What? what? I have my school computer over here and I'm was watching Big Brother without sound. And that's why when you stopped talking, I was. Emmy, silent. you cannot watch Big Brother <laughs> and podcast at the same time. I'm putting my foot down. I don't have <laughs> many rules. You didn't, you didn't know until just now. <laughs> yeah. Until I told you. <laughs> You didn't know. <laughs> you just thought I was being spacey. Oh, no, that makes perfect sense, actually, because Amy's like always <laughs> locked in. So I guess it had to be Big Brother that brought her out. Sorry, Clinton. It's okay, it's it's over now. <laughs> Clinton, what you got, man? Yeah, I, this redeemed it a lot for me here with T'Challa talking, and he's taking the high road. I mean, he's dropping some knowledge and wisdom here. He's like, you know what? You may get away with it not earned and it's going to catch up with you like everything you're doing is in vain in the end basically Agreed. Which, shows, which shows exactly why t'challa was the best fit for black panther <sighs> once again well said it was kind of jarring to see t'challa in that spirit plane yeah I because guess. i kind of like going back there it was like oh i recognize this this is going to be t'chaka and then seeing t'challa instead it's like yeah. it was it was a little jarring very good point, Amy. And I like he was like, even if it don't happen now, it's gonna happen after because I'm gonna be here to whoop your ass. Yeah, I'm over here. And if I don't whoop your ass, somebody's gonna whoop your ass. One of these Panthers gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, Fisto. Uh, anyway, so I want all Jericho missiles locked and loaded by 0600. Uh, this is uh, Thunderbolt Ross talking. A lot of fire. Uh, that's a lot of firepower for a place that most Americans can't even find on a map. Pepper says, by tomorrow, they won't need to, Thunderbolt Ross responds. And I'm here to help Miss Potts. This is Sherry, or Sherry from IT. And uh, he killed Tony (laughs) and your brother. He was a genius, but not the only genius. Let us open our eyes together. And so this was kind of a cool ending, but a very abrupt ending as well. I I hated it. I did too. I was like, oh, I I want to see these two badasses collaborate and expose this son of a bitch. And we didn't get to see it. I hated this ending more than the zombie ending with Thanos. Uh, Honestly, I did too. Yeah, I would agree with that. We kind of know we've seen that story. This we haven't got to see. We haven't seen Shuri. And Pepper team and Pepper, up, team up, badass yeah. girl group, like uh, girl duo. I'm here for it. Kicking Ace of ass base, and yeah, names. Ace of base. We're gonna call him Ace of base. Okay, That'll, I'm aging myself. I saw the sign, and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Um, well, there was two. There was two girls. That was who made that group. That was an Ace of, that, that was also an Ace of base song that I was singing. But. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like that they said the line about Americans not being able to put Wakanda on the map because haha Wakanda is not a real country but also <laughs> haha do you remember like as that girl like as uh, most Americans don't have maps like as and like as I have no what idea what are you saying about. I have no do idea you remember that girl who was in a Miss Teen pageant the clip went viral. Oh yeah! They asked her why most yeah. Americans can't. I didn't know she um, said like point as out a lot. certain country in a map, and she said something like, um, "I 
the uh like as the reason for that is that uh most americans like as don't um <laughs> like oh, as i want to scream i want to <laughs> scream and it's not you it's the fact that this really happened and uh ugh. anyway um we also like as like as we also hear the quote heroes they're never really gone they live forever as do the ones they inspired to continue on the fight and we see the credits roll that was the watcher that said that last little bit so that's it do we think that last little bit was towards a certain person Uh, after chadwick boseman chadwick boseman actually tony stark robert danger yeah i i saw i heard chadwick in my head the whole time and i was like yeah, and i'm like sitting there with tears in my eyes i'm like yes yeah that's... i think this was kind of like a memorial to him again it's, which is it's gonna really make me sad if we don't see or hear him again i think we series. will i think we i think will. you said four so i'm hoping for another one i i agree um, guys, we have some patron listeners that ha- are ready to talk about episode six with us as well. Patrons react thought on thoughts on what if episode six, we have Christopher Hunter who said absolutely loved the episode up to the end. The other episodes have felt like cliffhangers. This episode just seemed like there was zero conflict resolution. It would have been my top three. If we'd gotten 10 more minutes, if there's no eventual payoff, it'll probably be at the bottom for me. Wow. And but we talked about that a little bit already, guys. Mm-hmm. Abrupt ending, and it was like, damn. And this one, out of all of them, sucked because not the episode, but just the ending was so. All right. I kind of felt like it was a cliffhanger. Like now that okay, so Shuri's now in the United States mm-hmm. at Stark Industries. What could Shuri do with Tony's tech but she- if Pepper gives her the? authority to use any of it but to his point he said if there's no eventual payoff it'll probably be the bottom for me we might not see a payoff guys i know we're because uh, i thought the last use, episode i don't know there's a good chance use your imagination oh, oh. <laughs> Rainbow. in my imagination <laughs> tony stark comes back from the dead and starts zombies all over again that's wonderful emmy that's a great way to think about it <laughs> starts a new religion (laughs) oh man that's awesome thank you so much christopher hunter for reaching out to us man smash trivia john i think it's interesting they included thunderbolt ross it could have been any general but they chose someone from incredible hulk i think that them including incredible hulk stuff in what if an abomination being back is important because they want to remind people that it's canon because i think something big related to the film is going to happen soon possibly red hulk related Weapons Plus program oh, with please. Wol- oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. Weapons Plus program with Wolverine or even the leader. Dude, Smash Trivia John, you he's like really hitting it out of the park lately with his comments and videos. Like that. Yeah. I mean, good stuff, John. Um the d- leader is the guy who at the end of the Incredible Hulk gets he gets the sure does. warbly warbly the, head. The okay. big weird warbly head. And Red Hulk, Thunderbolt Ross. Let's I've been wanting Red Hulk. We have Hulk. we have what's his name? William. It's William something. I can't remember. Defoe. But the, no. The actor who Chatner. I hate you guys. The the guy who the guy who plays uh Shakespeare. Thunderbolt <laughs> is, is that Bill Shakespeare? The guy who plays Thunderbolt Ross. I am I want to see Red Hulk guys. I really, really do. And that would be a dream come true of mine. But would we see Red Hulk have a 
uh, you know, now that Hulk's kind of been sidelined. <laughs> You're thinking of Wheelie. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, it, I'm trying, John. I'm trying, but my hosts, they, they just don't care. I, I just, I don't know if Red Hulk will work without a proper Bruce Banner to. Oh, uh, Duke of Cambridge. All right. Thanks, Smash Trivia. No, I think, I think, yeah, we've got to have. Uh, they're keeping him around, I think, for that reason, to John's point. Thunderbolt Ross, like they could have wiped him out of the story a long time ago, but they he didn't. keeps he was in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he keeps showing up and for what? Mm. And they keep going to the raft references. Like they yeah, keep hinting yeah, at the raft yeah. and Good yeah. the Thunderbolts and maybe, maybe uh I I don't actually know his name. And I probably could have looked it up, but I was looking up other famous ones. I knew you were because I saw you just entrenched in your screen. So I knew that's oh. what you were doing. Maybe William Smith doesn't have any other projects right now. Catherine Reed says on our Patreon, uh, Pepper was annoying, just like in the Iron Man movies. Thought Killmonger was hot as a cartoon character. <laughs> I felt the Liberator was a cheap version of the Iron Man suit. I loved Obadiah Stane being called out by Killmonger, who brought the receipts. That was awesome. I agree with that. We got a final farewell for T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman. It's kind of made it finals, so we won't have Black Panther. I felt like Killmonger played being the hero while all along being the villain. I love T'Challa's mom as general of the Dora Milaje. I thought it was strange that Stark was that gullible to bring Killmonger into his lab. Stark's comments to Pepper, are you allowed to say that to people in my tax bracket, sounded very elitist and very Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. Overall, I thought the episode was good and seemed from the beginning uh, that it was Killmonger's goal to become the next Black Panther. I think that shows more of the character development that he went on in the first Iron Man movie. That comment that he made, are you allowed to talk to people in my tax back like that like that was just such a douche comment i agree and like he wouldn't have said it in iron man one or two or three because we didn't see those events post cave exactly exactly what i was about to say because we didn't see those events we did hear him say it um but the actor that you're thinking of it's william mckinley oh i'm sorry no i uh, that's it's william howard taft (laughs) let it go emmy it's time. William Hurt. William Hurt. Thank you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. It hurt me to say that. It hurt me to watch you do that. <laughs> Did you not watch Brandon's face? Because it was kind of fun. Oh, <sighs> man. I, I, anyway, Clinton, I appreciate you being here with me. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so in dealing with this pain of the William series, but don't worry, we'll keep going. Evan Mathis said, not my favorite episode of what if, but not my least favorite either. The voice of your pepper pots took me completely out of it. However, Killmonger being a manipulative villain is always fun to watch. And I'm glad we got to see more of Ramonda. Uh, that says Ramonda. That's Queen Miranda. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was right. I I leaned into it and hoped I was right, and I was right. All right, Evan. I appreciate it. Um, You know, it's just, I agree that Killmonger being a manipulative villain, but I don't like how people are easily manipulated, I guess, is where my problem came with it. Um, Because there's a lot of smart people, Tony Stark included, T'Challa included, even though T'Challa really wasn't manipulated. He was just really killed, but I still think he's such an amazing fighter. 
it's I don't he could have I don't know this episode was really hard for me because you have Black Panther and, and Tony Stark who I have so high up on my list as like their brains their heart their their fight and they were just like gone in seconds maybe that's where I have a big problem with this one I know it's to build Killmonger and it's a story and it's a cartoon don't take it so seriously it just that was hard for me because those two key pillars of the Avengers, these kill, these pillars of this entire Marvel Studios franchise were just like, all right, 30 seconds, they're gone. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I get it was to, to tell a bigger narrative. I understand that. But the, the sacrifices you make along the way to tell that bigger narrative is where this story suffered for me. And I'm going to get off my high horse finally about it. I love it and I hate it at the same time because it subverts your expectation. We always are used to the good guys winning. And these are just like, nope, not this one. We didn't get to see that. Blah, blah. Killmonger went blah, blah, through blah, blah, blah. and yeah. just. I, go ahead. I kind of like, like we talked about with Infinity War. I mean, it was hard to watch, but we were like, damn, this is a good movie because it it's my favorite. shifted your expectation. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So to get to see the villain actually win, you don't see it often. So it's a little jarring and will piss you off when it's your favorite heroes. And that could be it too. That's a very good point. I mean, I promise. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take the take away here, but infinity war after that movie, I was pissed off. I mean, I was driving home and I, my fiance lucky she was with me and she's like, so what do you think about the movie? I'm like, screw this movie. It's stupid because of this, this and this. And I was just really, really angry about it. And then, Months later year, and years now removed, Infinity War is my favorite movie ever because it subverted my expectations. It changed what I thought I should expect from a TV show or a movie from Marvel Studios. And still to this day, Infinity War is my favorite Marvel Studios movie. So that's a really good way to think about it. I didn't think about it like that. So maybe I'm just being pissy because, damn it, you killed T'Challa and Tony and I'm not a fan. And uh, that 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 could be a very real emotional response that I'm evoking right now. So anyway, sorry, Amy, go on. Did you hear that Captain America? Because he didn't get this pissy when you were killed last episode. He was. He didn't get this pissy. He was a zombie at that point, so it wasn't as emotional for me. If it was literally Steve Rogers getting cut in half with his own shield, hell yeah, you would have had to take me out of the podcast. But um, zombie cap made it a little bit. But this was really T'Challa. This was really Tony, and uh, that that hurts. That really hurts. You, you didn't see under his mask. It could have been a zombie. You don't know. Touche. Touche. <laughs> um, I was good. I was just going to say manipulative is a great word to describe Killmonger mm-hmm. because Killmonger oh, yeah. is, I mean, that was, that's yeah. He's a master manipulator. Yeah. Not um, to be um, confused with a master debater. Oh yeah. Master debaters are completely, uh, that's our $30 tier on uh, Patreon. <laughs> What? Just kidding. I don't think people even have to pay to hear us debate shit. Yeah, that's a good point, Amy. Even stupid shit. <laughs> but no, it's I think Brandon to was your going point, a different direction. Clinton, shut up, shut up, Clinton. Let it roll. I, I know. I tried to I tried to bring it back. <laughs> Amy, just keep going. Keep going. Play it cool. Um, I forgot my point because y'all were talking about <laughs> wanking. <laughs> Logging oh, the old dog. To your to your point, okay, yes. Okay, he's a master manipulator. Debater. So 
that's why everybody's so easily fooled by him. Like, it's not because they're dumb. It's because he's just good at what he does. I don't know. I'm trying. I like this episode a lot. And so I'm trying to give it a lot of favors. I'm just a tool this episode. I am such a wet blanket. Um, Catherine Reed said. Just uh, this episode? I was going to say that. But then I was like, no, we've given him enough shit. I'm quitting after this podcast, guys. I don't know where you're going to get your content moving forward, but we hope you enjoyed this last episode. Catherine Reed said, I forgot to mention, did you notice the Star Wars reference in this episode? Uh, uh, it was the lightsaber. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. No, she said, when the Liberator drones were marching out, it looked like the clones marching out in attack of the clones. Uh, yeah, the lightsaber. Liberator. That's, a good, that's what I said. That's I exactly said what thing. you said. Catherine. It reminded me of when the saints go marching in. <sighs> and when the saints. And when the oh, saints. When the saints oh, when, when the saints, saints go marching in. All right, Emmy. That look could kill. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. I've never felt he more uncomfortable. She hates us singing, I think. And Vincent Moore, I love he responded. He goes, that was cool. When talking about the attack of the clones. So Yeah. More Star yeah, Wars. That's a really good. That's a really good point. And Vincent Moore, one of our newest patrons, said one of my favorite episodes. It was interesting to see how things turned out. I liked how it stayed true to the Killmonger that we saw in the Black Panther movie. It was mm-hmm. nice seeing Tony being Tony without his suit, since Killmonger saved Tony. No Ultron and no Vision. I wonder, did this Stark weapon still affect Wanda and her family? Hmm. I would assume so. Well, yeah, he just wanted to make it bigger and better. Exactly. I would assume so, yeah, because nothing changed, really. I mean, that event still happened. She was still a child. And she was still a child at that point. You know what I mean? So it's not like that backstory shouldn't change, really. Yeah, no, because she would have already been born. Exactly. Been born. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was already a child. She was already. Okay, born. (laughs) Sorry. Well. Born from the rubble of her. Ah, oh, good save, Emmy. God, that was a good. Oh. One. I love it. And it says, "I love the callbacks to Iron Man One and Black Panther, and how both and story- two. Sorry, he didn't say that. I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> I love the callbacks to Iron Man One and, and two. Thanks for pausing for that. <laughs> Black Panther and how both stories intertwined in a different universe. I cried when Killmonger killed T'Challa. Rhodes, then Tony. The dialogue was still as powerful. I loved at the end that Suri um, uh, figured out Killmonger's plan. The horizon scene brought back memories since Tony wasn't Iron Man. No Iron Spider suit. No Iron Heart. I was getting vibes uh. that Killmonger was going to kill T'Challa's father. Killmonger is still on the top tier of Marvel villains. Who are your top five MCU villains? Ooh. All right. He does list his, and Vincent, we'll get to you in just a second, but top five. I, I want you guys to go first because I don't. If I can remember. Can I go first, guys? Yeah. I'm going to go first. Yeah. I'm going to say. Also, hey, just so you know, you said Surrey. That's uh, uh, Tom. He, he said Surrey. He said Surrey okay. in his comment. I That's was, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' kid. I was reading a comment. Shuri. Emmy. Technicalities. Let them go. All right. So we number one favorite villain, Thanos. Obviously, Thanos gets number one for me. Number two, um, Loki. I'm going to say Loki. I thought Loki was absolutely wonderful. I know he's kind of redeemed himself, but at the end of the day, 
you, you blast up New York. I'm going to call you a, call you a villain. Um, and I'm going to say number three, the vulture. I love Michael Keaton as the vulture. I that still that scene when he's driving them to the homecoming dance and good old Spider-Man. Uh, the vulture will forever, especially Michael Keaton's portrayal win for me. Number four, Killmonger. Exactly. Not this episode, but the actual movie of Black Panther wonderful wonderful villain i thought he was absolutely insane insane and i thought god he was just such a damn good villain number five oh this gets really tough <laughs> this really gets tough um hold on i'm gonna get one Oh gosh, I gotta look at all the movies again. Um, I'm gonna say Mysterio, Mysterio from Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home. I, I, what can you say? He was manipulative. He was funny. He was messing with reality. I thought it was a really, really good take, and I wanted to see a good Mysterio on the big screen for so very long. So wow, Spider-Man gets two of my top five favorite villains. Um, but yeah, so that that's my top five in that order. By the way, so. Amy, do you want to go next, or you want Clinton to start off? Or all right, no, all right, Clinton, what do you got for your top five? Oh, okay. My number one is going to be Loki. Nice. Just because you know his motivation and his story, and it's heartbreaking, and you can kind of see where he's coming from. Um, number two, uh, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to say Thanos. Because he was such an overarching villain of the whole Infinity, Infinity Saga. saga. Yes. So you can't really go without mentioning him. Number three is probably Killmonger for me. I loved uh, Michael B. Jordan's portrayal of him. Yep. Um, number four uh, for me, probably Hela. I oh, really liked her as a villain. Good one. A lot. I think Emmy. I think we talked about that in our you didn't we hello would probably be number six for me good stuff there clinton the origin for clinton's court (laughs) yeah was hella a good villain yeah that's a good point i hope i said she was because did i say she was you You were the judge you asshole well i know but did i say she was or did i never say i don't i think you i think you said she was then brandon also said she was and i was like nah man i really liked her um my next one, I know the movie gave it shit, but and had, well, I don't think the MCU did him justice and they could have done, but I just loved um, the, I think a lot of it was the voice actor. What's his name? Uh, James Spader. Yeah. Who voiced Ultron. Yeah. Besides how the, the direction of the movie went. <laughs> Yeah. Ultron had the potential to be an amazing villain. Um, you, you said something very keyword though, the potential. The yeah. potential, yeah. Um, so number five for me would probably be Mysterio because I love that character in the comics. He's my favorite Spider-Man villain, mm. and I love the illusion aspect that they did with him in the movies. Good stuff, man. Great list. Emmy, top five favorite MCU, and Vincent, we're going to say your top five as well after Emmy goes. Okay, so I had to look at a list. I had to do some some finagling. Clinton okay. and I winging it, and Emmy is looking at lists. All right, just I'm not looking at lists. I'm looking. I'm making my own list because I want this to be accurate because it is recorded forever mm. for infinity. 
And so in the year 7,624, when somebody listens to this, I want them to know. I'm just kidding. We're going to. This planet's going to explode before. All right, Amy. Top five favorite MCU (laughs) villains. Answer the question. All right. So my first, my top would be Loki, but I have to argue he's not a villain anymore. So I crossed him off. So so there's another. Okay. What? So So my top villain is Thanos. Agreed. My second agreed. <laughs> what agreed? Okay, my second is ego. Number two is ego for you. Wow, that is I bold. really liked him. Okay, I mean, I didn't like him, he was a douche, but he really kept me on my toe. I loved Guardians 2, man. I loved it. Wow, okay. That's a process. Okay. Uh, that's that's a bold number two. I mean, even top, ego, what, top what five they did with ego. Sorry, top five. I can understand. To number two is where it's like, damn. I'm sorry, Clinton. Go on. Ego, ego suffered for me the same way Ultron did. He had the potential to be amazing, but he. I anyway. I think, this is, I think this is he your was list. better than Ultron. Ultron though, and he was he was a last minute move to second. So we'll see. I think number three for me is Mysterio. Number four, Killmonger. And then number five, I'm, I had three names written down. I'm going to call bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit if it's not who I think it is. I'm actually going to call bullshit because it's number five. Who do you think it is? Whiplash. Whiplash. How the hell have you not brought up Whiplash? <laughs> okay. You quote so the I damn dude down- all the time. There's going to be blood in the water. I know that because of you. Yeah, and the sharks will come. Exactly. How is he not <laughs> higher on your list than either number five or not at all? I'm shocked. I, you guys have, I mean, like, yeah, he's a one off. And so, like, yes, he's a wonderful villain, but like, is he my favorite? Technically, like, well, so Vulture, ego, have, ego was a one off. Technically, well. Vulture is a one off. Okay. All right. I don't know why you guys are getting all up on my shit about my <laughs> list. All right. This is my list. Sorry. This I mean, is my sorry. List. Sorry. Shut up. All right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. So the three names because Whiplash was he give he us five at number no, give, four. Give us five, six, seven. Don't give us three names. Give us five, six, seven. Wait, I th- we're doing. She's gonna do a top seven because she has three names on her five. So five, six, seven. Okay, so five Agatha, six Whiplash, seven mm. Ronan. Wow, I wasn't even thinking about the shows. Agatha wow. would be alone, man. Agatha was good, but that final scene still kind of. Uh, I don't know. She's coming back, Mephisto. <laughs> Ralph Boner is my her back. Ralph Boner is my number one MC. Didn't die. She's just trapped in that town. Uh, that's a good point. For uh, now, uh, you guys ready for Vincent's top five? Yes. He yeah. said number one, Shang Chi's father. Win oh. Woo. Win okay. Woo is his number one. He said number two. Thanos agreed with you, man. And Win Woo, I might have to start considering Win Woo for top five. I don't know. Number three, Killmonger. Number four, Ego. There you go, Emmy. He said Ego. You can't see what the Emmy did, but she's like, yes. Uh huh. Did her ego with that? You, yes. You, Duh. You couldn't see what she was saying or, or visually, but she was definitely like, see, I told you. Uh, and number five, Vulture. 
All right. So we all got a little bit of our own kind of uh, input in there. I kind of like it. He's kind of a hybrid of us. Uh, and he said, also, I love being a part of this community. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. And we, yeah, lo- we love that you're a part of this community, man. I, you guys don't have to say and things like that. Like we, but like when you do it, just it, it warms, warms heart. our hearts so much. I'm like, don't do and it. Very but, little things do that for Amy. So yeah, yep. that's a good point. Yep. Guys, th- patrons, <laughs> My mom. thank you so much for reaching out, patron. Sorry, Amy, what do you got? <laughs> Sorry. When I was in middle school and probably most of high school too. She, my mom would ask me like, Hey, what color do you want something in? And I'd be like black, like my heart. But like, I think that you guys can tell that I'm not that kind of kid. I wasn't that kind of kid. I'm not that kind of person. Right. My mom thought it was funny. And I would do it all the time. <laughs> guys. Uh, something else, something else real quick. I didn't bring up. I meant to in the episode. Oh, I have something else too. Um, I Mine's feel like better. they, <laughs> <laughs> he and just feel like, he went I, feel like they, I feel like they alluded to. Um, the demon in a bottle story arc a lot in this because almost every scene Tony's in, he's drinking. So I thought that was interesting. But he wasn't drunk, was he? That's clever. Because he drank in Iron Man 1. Yeah, but not not every scene like this. And uh, you got to remember too, Robert Downey Jr. is in recovery, so he probably didn't want, I don't know that for sure, but they probably didn't want him to, they didn't want to really explore that arc. They did a little bit in Iron Man 2. But I don't, not to the extreme that it is in the comics, but in this one, he is good drinking point. every single scene. Good point. It feels That's like. That's a really, really good point. Really good point, man. Uh, Amy, what was your point? It's better. It's probably oh. it's probably not, and I love you, but i just pretty sure Clinton <laughs> made a great point there, and you're going to just fall on your face. But let's do it. It's going to shit all Thanks. over it. Okay, so we all talked about how like this one moment in the first episode, you were like this one moment and they pointed out what this moment was that changed the whole multiverse that changed this whole universe. So now it's branched off. Right. So I think I know the moment. Do you guys know the moment? Yeah. He threw a missile (laughs) when Killmonger saved him. Why was Killmonger there? Because he, but what changed to have Killmonger there? Oh, now we're getting the assassination. He found out about the weeds of it. Well, he found out about the assassination, Tim, from Obadiah Stane, and so he went to save Tony. To how? How did he find out? Yeah. He went to Google. He went to www.obadiahsevilplan.com and uh, downloaded the schematics on 400 clicks away that he could have done. All right. Can I tell you something that I noticed? Okay. The <laughs> beginning is exactly the same as Iron Man 1. Sure is. Except for his phone. In the movie, it flips up and to the side. Amy. So it flips up and then it flips vertically. Yeah, it was just a different style phone. It's a sidekick. Just a different style phone. <laughs> Tony uh-huh. Stark went from a cool like he has a he has a flip phone, but it's like a cool flip phone to a, a damn flip phone. <laughs> they were both those kind of phones at that time. Okay, so why reach. didn't he? I he he paid what thirty five thousand dollars for Scotch. He couldn't spring for the for the <sighs> sidekick. 
go on with your point because I'm excited to destroy it. <laughs> that is my point. Oh, oh his phone. Oh, oh no. Somehow, you, somehow. His, you literally no. gave steak to a, no. you gave steak to a dog. You gave steak to a dog. All right, Clinton, go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, well uh, okay, let me, let me the, fully, the let me fully. would not change. Also in, hold on. What do you on. mean the phone type would not change? Wouldn't change the event. Anyway, also, you say that there's a point in every episode. <laughs> and the points in the episode... There's not, can, there's not a point. We have to figure them out now. That's what I'm right. trying to do. But they're stuff we can visually see. The first one was, we could see it on screen. He points out it was here. You're saying things that are all happening behind the scenes now, and it's getting into the weeds a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's point out what's on the screen that changed. The phone. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Weak. It you changed. are not a master debater. No. But I am a master. All right. <laughs> Final. I you know what though? Like what there could have been something. Like maybe that It was phone, when Killmonger showed up. And That's what changed that it phone, because he didn't maybe, have the I'm gonna start talking again and you're gonna start talking. It's gonna piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're mad that i knew that that's what you were gonna do <laughs> maybe that phone was easier to track maybe that phone was easier to um i don't i don't know there's a whole like what the build of a phone working in it i will tell you does not change the gps device that's in the phone the build of the phone just so because it looks different on the iPhone, outside they both still had gps in them so my iphone is the same as your for track it you said for tracking yes gps tracking. is what is used for tracking in our phones is it easier to get like to get into a phone over another phone guys he didn't have an iphone guys we're gonna no cut. guys but, like, he could get guys people can hack semantics into semantics you know all they do is <laughs> like bang on the keyboard and they're like dude i'm into the main guys guy <laughs> i mean Emmy, stop. She can't stand to be wrong. She Emmy, let us know Emmy, in the comments stop. if you think that I'm reaching. <laughs> this is a podcast. There's no place to comment. Kevin. <laughs> so, Emmy. Kevin, help me. Emmy Clinton. <laughs> Guys, final, final thoughts on this episode before we head on out of here. Emmy, what do you no thoughts on phones? Emmy, final thoughts on the episode before we head on out of here. Kevin called me before we recorded. Allegedly, allegedly, he called you. No, it was Kevin, my other friend, Kevin. Oh, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, okay, I've got some names. I finally figured out Disney Plus. I've got some names. What are the names? Can we get to All it? Right. How about that? So we've we've got our additional concepts designer. <laughs> yeah. Um Edward Kill. Oh no. <laughs> Downhill from here. <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> That's such a teacher move. I'll wait. 
It was so bad. It was good. It was so bad. It was good. I'm sorry. We keep going. Our script coordinator, <laughs> Tony Stark, built this from scraps in a Sarah cave. <laughs> <laughs> Clinton is laughing. He's just laughing silently, and it really pisses me off because he doesn't want people to know he's laughing. <laughs> he's losing it. I want the you people no to know. Accusations. I think we're take both. a picture of it. Oh, Emmy, what, there was another one, wasn't there? <laughs> yep. Um, we've got our VP of Franchise, Creative, and Marketing. Um, it's what I sometimes have too many of. It's Sarah Truly Beers. No. What's yep. her name? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to take a picture, but Clinton turned his camera off. Wait, what's so her that name? Is, that's You know what? That's confirmation enough. Hold, what's her name? Hold on. Her name is Sarah Truly Beers. Really? Yes. I, Sarah. Okay. Truly All right. Beers. Is that the last one? Amy? Three separate words. All right. Yes. All right. Amy <sighs> Clinton. Final words to get us off this podcast. Let <laughs> you want to go first? You want to go first, Emmy? Yep. Kevin, help me. Kevin, the phone. Guys, watch the phone. Watch that phone. What if Clinton was always right over Emmy? <laughs>